Are you struggling with time updating your current systems and processes? Don't have enough time to train your team members? Join me on this episode as we reveal how you need to delegate tasks properly to scale your business and enjoy more of that time freedom. I'm Devin Hers. Welcome to another episode of the DMC Marketing Nuggets. Get ready to hear from industry titans, unveiling their most coveted marketing nuggets. Discover how they nail whales as they generously share confidential insights on their business marketing operations. And now, introducing the host of BMC Marketing Nugget, Devin Hurst. All right, my guest today is a man who wears many hats and wears them all admirably. He's a master connector and entrepreneur extraordinaire and a published author who knows how to get things done. Big welcome to the founder and of the renowned Bottleneck Distant Assistant Services firm, Jamie J. Great to have you here, Jamie. Thank you so much for having me, Devin. I'm, I'm stoked. And I love, I love that intro there, especially that center console. That's fancy. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, yeah, we always like to have a lot of fun here and uh, look forward to bringing some good marketing nuggets and business nuggets to our audience. Uh, you know, Jamie and I have uh, had some discussions about what's going on and the plans for 2024 for his business, our business. Uh, first off, I just want to thank you for your service. Uh, Jamie served our country as a paratrooper in the U.S. Army, um, but that's really just the beginning of his accomplishments. Um, so I'd love to just get an idea of how you soared into this line of work, Jamie. Yeah, I kind of, I kind of dropped in. I guess you could say, I dropped into this. Uh, again, thank you for having me on. I, I'm really excited to be here, and, and uh, I, I have to give credit to a mastermind group that I was a part of about six, seven years ago, maybe eight years ago now, something like that, where I was uh, with them about uh, four years, and and they kept asking, "How are you getting these this this amazing team?" And I said, "Oh, you know, I get them from here." and uh, they're like, well, I want one. You need to start a business. And I was like, really? So, uh, yeah, long story longer, I, I uh, listened to their insight and advice and, and launched Bottleneck, of which I cannot take the credit for the name of Bottleneck Distant Assistance because my good friend said, Jamie, you're the bottleneck. And I said, that's a great <laughs> name. So uh, shout out to Mark Hafner for that. <laughs> Yeah, uh, oftentimes uh, we become, as business owners, we become the bottleneck, and that's uh, something that's very hard to, to deal with and, and get away from because so we want that control. We want to have everything uh, that we're overseeing and, and being a part of everything. And to scale a business, to build a business, that's not what it's about. And you speak a lot about eliminating administrative overwhelm as a business leader and really using the art of delegation to make that happen. So give our audience an idea of what that process looks like and how the heck do we just learn to delegate the processes that we should not be working on as business owners? Yeah, that's a great question. And thank you for asking it. I think uh, it's, it's understanding who you are and realizing uh, the fact that we each own an ego and we need to get over that and and don't get me wrong i understand when you create something it's your baby that's that's it and it's it's very scary to allow someone in and uh you know like if you if you literally have a baby and you hire a babysitter that could be scary like you want to interview and make sure they're good people and stuff like that and if, if you if you draw a parallel similar line to uh entrepreneurship or business in general 
um, you know, it's it's a it eerily similar um, feeling because you're putting all you can into this thing to provide uh, a life for you, yourself, your family, um, and and it's you know it can be intimidating, and oh, yeah. there there's two things you have to get over, um, and I hear a lot of people say I don't have the time to train or. Um, just get, just hire somebody that knows what they're doing and, and get them in the seat. And those are the two of the scariest mindsets you can have, in my opinion, because uh, no matter what level of skill, you could hire the best person in the world who has the most experience, the best skill set specifically for that, for the responsibilities within a given role, and they still may not work out. <clears throat> you still right. may have to let them go and go find somebody else. And the, and if you don't take the time and the energy to bring them in and, and let them know what you yourself expect and what you do, it's very challenging for them to adapt. Many people will use a certain CRM, but I've never ever, and I've, I've hired over a thousand people. Uh, I've been doing this 17 years. I have never seen someone use the same CRM in the same way, right? right. So. <laughs> When you're up here, you're super knowledgeable. No matter what skill set is, they're going to start here because they have to learn who you are, what your vernacular yeah. is, what are your core values, what's your belief system, what do you expect? And that takes some time. Although we've had the experience to kind of reduce this time and right. speed up that transition process, a lot of people need to understand that when you first hire somebody, it actually makes things more challenging because you're not only maintaining the responsibilities and everything that you're continuing to do. But now you have this added component of bringing someone else into your organization that needs to learn who you are. And quite frankly, um, that's the reason that we're the world's first dedicated distant assistant company. <clears throat> it's a lot different than a virtual assistant in that right. we train them on how to learn who you are. Um, and that, that we've seen amazing results because of that. Yeah, I know you're, you have a great track record there. And, um, you know, I, I would probably say I mean, a lot of us are getting these messages and emails about, hey, we got virtual assistants, we got this, we got that. I've seen people charging tons of money, promising the world and then falling flat and just all different programs. So one, be cautious out there. If you are going to go the virtual assistant route, don't actually go the distant assistant route. Um, we'll let Jamie explain that here in a little bit. But, um, <clears throat> you know, it's understanding what um, these people are capable of, who is out there to help you out with some of these problems that you as a business owner that we face. Um, I would say one issue that I've had myself, and I know this is something that you help people, is just we get someone new on board. We get a, a nice assistant overseas to help out with some of the, whatever it be, lead generation, follow-ups, helping us out with just our day-to-day -day stuff. But then it's the training side of things that, wow, you know, that takes a lot to deal with. So what, in, in order to not only delegate, but how does a business owner get past that to be able to delegate and to be able to train the new distant assistant, a new employee? What is your take on that, Jamie? Uh, uh, another great question. A lot of us Thank you. think we understand delegation, but we truly don't. Believe it or not, there's a process. There's a method to the madness of becoming a really good delegator. And one of the challenges is understanding what it is that you're doing 
And I know we're going to be talking about the delegation roadmap here in a little bit, but that, that in essence is a great tool that, that we have to kind of teach people how to delegate. One of the things that people uh, need to understand is when you create a task, there's actually four steps to every task. Um, and this is important to understand because in, with delegation, in order for somebody to live up to your level of expectation, you must, as the person delegating a specific task to somebody, convey to them what's in your head. Get that out of your head and what your expectations are. So we've broken that down into four steps. Number one, okay. name the task. Number two, have who you're explaining the task to confirm that. So confirm the task. Number three, you as a delegator need to review, meaning, okay, I heard you say this and this, don't forget to add that, right? You need to review that and make sure that, that both parties clearly understand it. And the fourth step is the step that hardly anybody ever does. And that's creating a signal. So what does that mean? At what point in this case, Devin, at what point does Devin say this task is done? Is it checking off a, a tick box in a tick, uh, task management system? Is it right. messaging yeah. on Slack? Is it, what is that action that needs to occur in order for that task to be completed? And that alleviates the concern of you, if you've ever say, hey, where are we at with this? You know, where, right, where's right. the progress, right? To be able to eliminate that step is massive time savings. And that's why we're, we train all of our distant assistants on those four steps. And so they ask a lot of questions and, by and, and that's by design so that they can be proactive in nature. Okay. Uh, one of the ways that they'll do this is they'll, you may have had somebody ask you before, what do you want me to do today? That is a crazy, terrible question. Um, <laughs> and in order to avoid that question, um, we put in a process to alleviate that question from being asked. So every day they show up, including the very first meeting, they know exactly what to say. The okay. other challenge that we get when you don't properly delegate is, I don't know how to do that. Well, we've taken that question out of this scenario as well, because what we've decided to do is employ what we call as the 30 minute rule. If we're asked to do something and we don't know how to do it, we may ask, we may say, I've never done that before, add a couple of clarifying questions, but then we'll employ that 30 minute rule. And what that means is I'm gonna go search it. I'm gonna go spend up to 30 minutes on this. Anything past 30 minutes of wasting time. Usually you find right. the answer in a couple of minutes from a quick Google search, right? But if you can't find the answer to that specific uh, inquiry, this gives you enough time to come up with some alternatives so that you can go back and say, okay, Devin, I was unclear or unable to find an exact answer for that. However, here's three alternatives. Which one of these would you like for me to pursue? All of a nice. sudden I've become proactive, right? right? And I've been doing this stuff so that you don't have to worry about that. Our provocative point of view here is stop doing the wrong things so you can focus on doing your best work. And it's really important as a, as a business leader, as an entrepreneur, you need to be focused on, on those high level uh, uh, tasks that are moving the needle. And even though these mundane tasks are very important, they're not something you should be spending your time on. And, and the more you can delegate to free up your creativity, uh, the more you can move the needle and, 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 and create the income or the revenue that you're looking for. Yeah, I love hitting on this too, because this is a problem that I personally face. Um, you know, it's not, I mean, we got people there to help, 
but then it also takes us typically to put together their task list to list out the things that are on my brain on what I want to try to get done. So you're saying that you and your distant assistants kind of help make that easier on the business owners. So, I mean, are they still having to be disciplined to kind of spell that out? How does that work? Yeah, the, the, so, so think of it like this, this, do something as if it's the last time you're ever gonna do it. And okay. that's a great quote by a good friend of mine uh, uh, and Scott Beebe. And I've just, it, that's been ingrained in the underlying tone of everything that we've done here. And so one of the biggest challenges is systemizing your business, documenting the workflows and all of that. It's very time consuming. There is still a point, and that's why I say it's cha more challenging in that first 60 days because you're handling everything plus your training, but you need to get yeah. what's in your head out and you do it on, record it on a video and say, this is the name okay. of the task. And, you know, these are the instructions and then they confirm it and you review it to make sure it's right. And then you create a signal for it. The, the reason why you take the time to do this is because if you don't do this, you're still going to be in the same place you are now next year. But if you take the time now what we've done here is we train in delegation and workflow management. So at the end of 60 days, your assistant has documented every single task you've delegated. You've reviewed it and approved it down to the cl click of a mouse button. Step one, go to this website with an image. Step two, in the upper right-hand corner with an arrow, click on login. Like it's that detailed. And then we review it in-house with a member of our team with your assistant to make sure that everything is clearly spelled out. And then we use your brand guidelines. We put it in a table of contents with jump links to every single task and it's called a workflow manual. And we send that to you. It's your asset. You own that. And what that does is two things. It gives you the confidence knowing that everything you've delegated is being done correctly because you've already approved it. So you have that confidence to delegate even more responsibility. And number two, what's really, really cool about this, should your DA be outstanding and you want to promote them to another position or somewhere else, it's easy for someone else to come back in and drastically reduces the learning curve on training that new person. I love it. I absolutely love it. And uh, I think there's just so much more to what people see and, and again, being bombarded with all this different information and all the different opportunities that we have out there. Do your research because it's more than just having someone to help you. It's these systems, the processes. Uh, I think as a team at DMC and what we do and helping companies systematize their systems. You know, I have experienced ourselves, uh, you know, how effective systems and processes and how they can make a monster difference in the business. Um, why is it so important to keep your systems and processes up to date as a business owner? Oh boy. Now this could be a, an episode in and of itself, but I, <laughs> I, 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 I'll, I'll, I'll keep the long story longer by making it as short as possible, but systems okay. and processes. Uh, I'm a, I'm a geek when it comes to this stuff. Uh, I probably, it, 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 it was ingrained in me into the military. Um, and then I, as I moved forward in my career, I, I realized how important systems and processes were. As a matter of fact, if you it, 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 this will do two things for you as well. If you can have a properly documented system with workflows for every single task within your organization, when you go to exit your entity, your business, the chances and likelihood of your valuation increasing is dramatic. Most of the time, if someone comes in and acquires your company or purchases your company, the chances are if it's not a well-documented system and it's very unique and you have a lot to do with how that company operates, 
you're going to be in a six month, one year, maybe longer transitional phase, you know, working as, you know, a, a person, an officer in, in, in that new entity, um, as opposed to somebody coming in and being able to take the ball and run with it, and they don't need you. It's important right. to understand that we are, we are replaceable. That's powerful. That means that we can literally exit this and go on and do whatever we have planned for next. The, the second right. thing about creating systems and processes is it, it's interchangeable. Um, what I mean by that is you can have multiple roles with multiple responsibilities. And should one of those roles exit for a reason, or maybe they go on vacation, it's super yeah. simple for somebody to come in and cover the responsibilities of that particular person while they're away or if they've left, because everything is systemized and documented in an easy to discover and understand way. Oh, yeah. I mean, we, we talked to actually just recently a business owner that's like, you know, my goal in three to five years is to sell. And then you look and there's no social presence. There's no systems. There's, so revenue. Yes, of course, that's important when looking to, you know, sell a business to, to show revenue and, and profit margins. But I would say equally as important is these systems that are in place because someone can immediately come in, pick up where you left off and continue to build the business. So as business owners, I think we all need to pay attention to one, the technology that's out there right now, right? I mean, things that you may have been using five, 10 years ago, they're antiquated. There's ways that we can speed up efficiency um, with the distant assistance. There's ways that you can delegate all these things that you don't wanna be dealing with or shouldn't be dealing with. Uh, so I, I, would, I would just love to hear that and I think, um, and I say this a lot, but what I love about this is that I learn from these shows as well. It's constantly, we're constantly learning, um, seeing things that, hey, you know what? We got, we got our assistants, they're doing well, but we don't have that full on roadmap. We definitely have some solid processes, CRMs in place, automation in place, but some of what you're talking about is missing. So, you know, after this call, I'm going to be talking to you about the delegation roadmap and how can we go ahead and, and get some of these things? Because you can be doing something good, but why not to be able to focus on doing it great? You know, why not make it better? So that's constantly what we strive for is internally, uh, helping majority of our clients that we pick and choose to work with. They have that same mentality. They have that same drive, constantly be evolving, constantly be improving, improving. Uh, so I just love what you're, you're sharing here. These are awesome nuggets and, and really um, everyone should be aware that this is available. Not to say that you need to get replace your entire team that you have here in the U.S. Um, I think some of the, what you're talking about is even good for your standard employees and not just the DAs. Um, so mm -hmm. all these processes kind of go hand in hand. So let's, let's talk about the delegation roadmap how important that is, what it is, and um, the fact that you're going to be able to, you know, give that to the audience and the listeners out there. Sure. Um, is it okay if I talk about one more thing about systems and processes? Um, and, it, and the reason why it's, 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 um, it's a very popular question that people don't ask. And what I mean by this is if, if people ask, when should I start building my systems? You should start building your systems day one. And, and, and what I like to do is I do it in, in two manners. I start by creating videos and I record myself doing things 
and and I talk about it. Okay, the first thing I do is I go here and then I go here. And what I do is I start a, a video training on that particular task and I stop the recording on that particular task. So I do the four steps there if I can, right? There's no one else at that time, but I start building a video library and then I start documenting it. And I'm not ready to hire anybody yet. I just started, but at least I'm building towards that point to where I can say, okay, I am too overwhelmed. I need to bring somebody else in. And now all of a sudden you kind of, you're kind of ready to go, right? Instead of going, oh my gosh, I just need somebody here and get them in. I don't have time to train. Yeah, uh, that's so, awesome. I mean, yeah, we, yeah. we, 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 yeah, with Loom and, and the video recording, I mean, that's something that it, it sounds so, oh, yeah, we, of course, we should, do, people don't do that. I mean, we record demos on how to use things for our clients. So we sometimes record, the, but to record these things, because that's a lot, like even, even an episode like we're recording here all the different details it takes to set it up, to schedule it, to get the lower thirds done, to get the script done, to get the questions set up to where they're actually meaningful and engaging for our audience. All this stuff takes time. And for, for the first year and a half of me doing it, it was all on me. You know, I'm, I'm putting this stuff together. And even, even now, we're delegating it a lot more, but I love the fact that the idea there is to record every step that you do so they're doing it the way you want it to be done um yeah they can have some of their own ways of going about stuff their research but ideally i could easily pass that over to my project director and say this is every step it takes to launch one of these nuggets it's the the pre the during and then what happens afterwards right and we've had many a times we'll do a nugget and we get so caught up in the day-to-day that we don't even get to editing the nugget for two weeks. <laughs> you know, it happens. It's just the reality of life and business. Um, and we're real. We, we, you know, we want to share this with people because I think we all put so much pressure on ourselves to keep up with the content, keep the videos going, keep the episodes going. So take a step back, relax. As long as you're doing things to do it in a positive manner, bring education information out there to the public. Um, but being able to record that and just be able to share that with someone so they can follow it to the T, I think it'll definitely help with the efficiency. And I am going to do that with some of the processes that I know can be delegated. Uh, so again, I will take this to the drawing board and uh, start videotaping some of our processes and the things that I'm doing that we can delegate. So huge nugget there, record what you do. That way you can easily give that as a demo to whoever you want to uh, replace that, uh, replace your own work with and replace the task with. So good stuff there, yeah. man. Yeah. Um, tell me about this delegation roadmap. We were talking a little bit before we started and, and just how important this is to complete. Uh, so what exactly is it? So delegation roadmap, this was another uh, creation by Scott Beebe um, that I just fell in love with. And we've kind of taken it to delegation roadmap 2.0 um, to where okay. um, what we found is for the clients that have that have completed the delegation roadmap, a hundred percent of them are still with us today and they have great working relationships with their assistants. Um, for those that have not, 68% of our clients remain and it's questionable sometimes those relationships are, we, we're finding we're spending more time with those clients, uh, keeping them going. What the delegation roadmap is, is it's basically a, 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 a brain dump of sorts. And uh, the more we keep in here and we don't get out, the more crammed this gets, the less creative we are as human beings. So for anybody that's ever done a brain dump exercise, that 
it as soon as you're done, you, you start thinking of things automatically. Yes. Because the brain dump does does two things. It gets rid of all of this crap, this stuff that's in your head. And I call it life balance, not work-life balance. And that can affect okay. your personal life. It can affect your business. It can affect all kinds of stuff. You can bring your work home with you. When you do a brain dump, a lot of that's alleviated. So the delegation nice. roadmap, in essence, is a brain dump. And what we do is we take that data out of our brains and put it onto, onto in this case, a Google Sheet or some form of technology where we're, you know, or you can be in a pen and paper, right? But you're getting rid of these things. And what I say is write down everything you do in a given day. I don't care if it's taking out the trash. I don't care. But first, first and foremost, schedule this into your calendar. Actually block right. off an hour or two hours. Or if you're going to do it Saturday morning and you're at home because you don't have time to do it during the week, let your family know hey, this hour, I really need to spend my spend some time here, get a cup of coffee, whatever, and really block that off and, and calendar it. And what you'll do is you'll write down everything you do in a given day, and then you'll assign two values to each of those tasks. Number one, is this something you must do? Or can you delegate this task and do it 70% as good as you are better? It's important. Remember how we talked about how they had to gain knowledge? You can get somebody with an amazing right. skill set but as long as they can do it with a few mistakes in the beginning, which they'll learn from, you have to understand it. And that's part of that frustration level too for that first 60 days, right? Some of the things they're going to yeah. mess up because that's not what you do. But you got to allow them and give them a little bit of leeway to mess up. The second value you add, is it something that gives you energy or does it drain you of energy? And then what will happen is in this delegation roadmap, it'll create a subset task list of all the tasks that you can delegate and that drain you of energy, right? So, say for instance, email uh, management, calendar management, uh, answering phone calls, uh, booking travel. These are all things that I don't wanna do. I don't get any energy out of these, but my assistant, they love doing that stuff. They really love it. They get a lot of energy out of it. <clears throat> so you let them do that. And then you sign priorities, uh, high, medium, and low. And then you take all the priorities and then you assign priorities from there, one, two, three, four, five, six, and so on. Then you take all the priorities and set them to the side, except for number one, and that's a priority. That teaches you, okay, I'm gonna set up my training schedule. That's the first thing I'm gonna train on. So make sure you have your video ready or bring them on and say, okay, this is the first thing I'm gonna train you on, right? And that helps really kind of lay out that training system. And we have uh, training best practices here at Bottleneck. And, like I said, it, it takes about 60 days to get everybody on the kind of in the same page. And it takes a little bit longer to kind of get in, but pretty much after 60 days, they're good. On the odd weeks, right. one, three, five, and seven, what I do is I block out training sessions, right? I, I, I no okay. longer do this. My, I have an assistant that does the training and all that stuff now, nice. which is what I hope nice. for everybody to achieve one day. But you block out, you know, one hour a day, one hour every other day, they do the work the rest of that day, but for that one hour, you're sitting down and training them, right? And remember to start recording for a specific task. And when that task is done and confirmed, you stop recording it. And then you start again because you're creating a library. You're building a library. Then the, the other thing you do is on the even weeks, two, four, six, and eight, on those even weeks, you maintain that same blocked time for your assistant, but you don't train. They use that time to document so they're going through every single click of the mouse button. They're documenting these steps. 
Then at the end of 60 days, they turn all of the approved, you have to approve them, right, Devin? You approve all of right. those uh, tasks. Okay. Once they're approved, they send them off to my internal design team, and we build a workflow manual for you, including a table of contents using your brand guidelines, and it's a jump link for every single task that'll go down to that workflow. And what I found is a lot of people start adopting this as a foundation to the rest of their um, team. So if you have people that are working right here in the U.S. or in your office, they can use the same format and same infrastructure. And and I found that's a really good, uh, uh, you know, launch platform uh, or a platform to launch your your systems and processes from. Yeah, you got to inspect and not expect, right? I mean, sometimes you think, oh, it's just easy to do and... uh you just pass the task on, but if you don't really explain it or have the demos there to teach people, they may be guessing at what you're wanting, which in turn ends up taking way more time for you and that person that's working on that task because you're, you're back to square one. You're like, wait, we just talked about this and a week later I got, and I don't even like it. We have to go back and start over again. So really being detailed with that is huge. Yeah. And a lot of this is, is there to get rid of those two, those two main challenges. These are the two main reasons that I mentioned before for relationships not working out. What do you want me to do today? And I don't know how to do that. A lot of this, this work. And that's why I say, put the work in. I know it's hard and it's going to be frustrating, but if you can really, if, if you really love this baby that you created and you're really passionate about it, I always say doing that tough stuff, walking through that mud, I'm going to do it because mm-hmm. I know I'm rewarded because I get to go talk to Devin and be on this amazing yeah. podcast. And this is stuff that gives me energy, right? But I had to do, absolutely. I had to walk through the mud in order to be rewarded, right? So with yeah, that absolutely. kind of mindset and mentality, it, it's really going to take, I think, your business, as you mentioned, from good to great. Yeah, the, the 60 or so days it takes to, to build that stuff out. And with your help, obviously, you fast track that. Uh, is so worth it because you're going to get that time back tenfold. So uh, I think it's so important to be able to take a step back from the business. And even, you know, sometimes when you do that, you may lose a little revenue here and there to do. But overall, taking those steps back is going to really fuel you forward and, and help multiply that revenue, help with the time savings, allow you to go fish and allow you to go hunt, whatever it is that you enjoy doing that's really what life is all about, right? We want to feel fulfilled with the work that we're doing on my prior podcast that I just had. Um, you know, we were talking about that and, and how we're helping people. And, and as we get older, and I wish I knew this when I was younger, that it's not all about the materialistic things. It's not all about the money. Yeah. We are business owners or entrepreneurs love bringing in money. I'm not going to hide that. Um, I just love now it's to be the peace of mind more than having the things. Mm-hmm. So peace of mind and then waking up and doing things that are gratifying, uh, things that are rewarding, knowing that we're affecting people's lives, whether that be we're helping their business grow, it's helping them, helping their peace of mind. Uh, we're doing things for charities. We're helping feed a million people in Atlanta for state farm and, and um, Atlanta Hall, I mean, those things are like crazy, you know? Um, so if you're a young entrepreneur out there, I'll reiterate this, is it's not all about the money and it's not all about showing off. It really is about enjoying your time, 
um, having priceless memories, uh, experiences that we all get to have. So in order to run a business effectively and to scale, you got to have these processes in place. You know, and again, whether it's your internal employees, people you got here, or you're subbing some of those things out, having this roadmap uh, for success is definitely huge. Um, this is something you're giving out free, right? So we'll have a, a link to, to get the delegation roadmap. Go to bottleneck.online slash delegation dash roadmap. So whether that's in your show notes or, or wherever, they can go there. Now, they, we do ask for their, their name and email uh, to actually download, but I give them an overview. So I go into more detail for this. Um, but and, and again, it's super easy to get off our, our bottleneck buzz newsletter. You know, it is unsubscribe, but um, but, but, it, but it does go through a, an overview. And then I actually go through and do a video tutorial. I screen captured myself going through it to show people how to use uh, the delegation roadmap tool. Right. So we'll, we'll definitely include that in the description. So make sure you look for that. Click on there. I think it's well worth your name and email to give Jamie and get this delegation roadmap. Um, yeah, we all know it's, uh, I just it's, easy to the, <laughs> <laughs> it's easy to hit the unsubscribe button if you want to, but I highly doubt it because he continues to give out great insight to help your business. Um, you've also got a book. Um, and it's called Quit Repeating Yourself. Um, where can we get that? And why is that a book that we need to read? Well, uh, well, I'm biased, right? <laughs> it's, um, you're loud. You're loud. I've, I've been toying around with that idea. And I, I, for the longest time, I'm like, you know, I, I was thinking maybe I should write a book about my life because my life's been crazy. I've done some crazy. I've been homeless three times. I've just crazy stuff. Um, but I thought, no, I need to, I need to live life a little more before I do something like that. But a lot of people ask me questions on, you know, overwhelm and anything administrivia, and I'm really good at systems and processes. So basically what I did is I just answered a lot of questions when I wrote this book and, uh, you know, it's called quit repeating yourself because if, if we keep doing the same thing over and over again, you know, we're really not growing. And if we don't have the confidence to know uh, that we have the power of delegation right here in our hands, um, it's really hard to explore other opportunities and, and to really, really go out and, and not worry about that. So, I mean, legitimately have the confidence to delegate. What an empowering feeling that is. And by, by the way, too, when you give someone else responsibility, they, they feel empowered to perform whatever task at a very high level because they're like, wow, he trusts me. She trusts me to do this for her. I'm going to do the best I can. So in Quit Repeating Yourself, I just share a couple stories. Like uh, my mom passed away in March of 2020, March 1st, uh, 2020, 6.57 a.m., I believe was the time, or just after 7, I think. Uh, my, my little brother passed away at 6.57 a.m., um, oh so God. I've had some challenges, but with my mom, I got a call and said, Hey, I'm in the hospital or, uh, from, from my aunt, uh, your mom's in the hospital. I said, is it bad? She goes, yeah, it's, it's pretty bad. Um, and so I called my assistant and I said, I need, I need a book flight for me. I need to go to California. I'm sorry. Well, what about this, this? And I, and then I said, you know what? I, I gotta go. And she goes, Jamie, don't worry about it. I've got your back. So I flew out to California. Um, spent some time with my mom there. She started feeling better. So I flew back, uh, for four days. This was, a, this was just over a month of time that I was gone. I went back mm. because taking a turn for the worse and ultimately ended up passing away. I was there holding her hand when she did. And it was, I would have hated not to be there for that particular moment, 
the the story goes on to say though after i came back i came back to a company that was bigger than when i left it before and it was running and operating as smooth with and i'm like what am i even doing here you know but it because (laughs) these were in place i didn't have to worry and that's where that life balance thing really means a lot Mm -hmm. and so for all of us that can't take 30 days off or our business will fail we seriously need to look at the way that we're operating and checking whether or not those Mm -hmm. systems and those processes are documented and you have a backup plan or you have someone or something in place that'll be able to take that and 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 run and work for you i mean that's ultimately that's the goal right you've got to build something that works for you so you have the best life you want to live hundred percent. Uh, you know, in, in America, I would say that the business and the grind is what it's all about. Right. But to, to be able to not have your business pull away from something like that and allow you to be with your family members at a time like that. I mean, that that's huge. So it's just so important to, to realize what's important to you, figure these things out. There is help out there. There's ways to go about things that are, are better than what you're probably using right now. Uh, so Jamie is is a great uh, person to know and someone that can help out with that. Uh, I'm definitely going to be working with him on some of our delegation skills and some of our processes and, and different things like that. So I'm looking forward to that. Um, being in the business world, you, you've experienced a, a lot of different things. Um, social content, innovative marketing. Is there anything else right now that you're seeing um, from your side or for your clients that's that's working well? Uh, yeah, so obviously AI is a big thing for a lot of people. Um, and one of the biggest fears that a lot of our assistants had was, oh my gosh, I'm gonna lose my job. But just like everything else in the world, um, there was never a, a role for a social media manager, you know, 15, 20 years ago. Um, as a matter of fact, I was, I didn't, I couldn't, What's the ROI for social media? It seems like a waste of time, right? That's that was my mentality when we first started. Um, a lot of people, a lot of people are leveraging the power of AI, but that's not getting rid of roles. That's actually adding a new opportunities and growth for people. So a lot of our distant assistants right. understand how to leverage the power of AI in addition to the responsibilities within their given role. So I think AI, obviously, it's here to stay. Um, but yes. having a knowledge of just more than creating a prompt or how to introduce AI in such a way that it, it 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 personalizes things and having someone know how to maintain those and update and keep going with those is really really important. It will never replace human beings. There's always going to be human beings here, right? So, um, just like when the computer came out, everybody's worried. Oh my gosh, it's gonna my job's gone. Well, nah, you just we evolve, we overcome. So yeah. I think that's one of the biggest things in 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 this industry that we're seeing uh, growth wise and impacting people, I think, uh, in, in positive ways. Oh, yeah. I mean, it, it does as creatives too, right? I mean, anyone now can go out there and, and design something. But if you don't have that knowledge of what's working, creating a solid headline, putting all the components of a marketing piece together, sharing the benefits, hitting a home run with a call to action, <clears throat> that's going to be very hard for AI to tie all of that together. It'll help you. Uh, it helps us every day already um, in just correspondence and, and how we're setting up things for strategies. Um, so harness that, but it does take people that understand the different elements and how it can be used best. 
um, even with the copywriting and, and, you know, we're all probably uh, sitting here saying, yeah, I've, I've copied and pasted from chat GPT and, and thrown it into an email and hit send or onto a social post. I've done it. Um, but at the same time, taking the time to make sure that it is in your language, you are tweaking those things to make it sound more you. Um, and don't just fall back and say, oh, well, AI has got it handled for me. So there's going to be tons of new opportunities. <clears throat> there's AI agencies out there now to run your AI. So yeah. we have a lot of that. AI too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, so, <clears throat> so don't, you know, don't get overwhelmed by it. Learn about it, man. Instead of watching Netflix yeah. for a couple hours, turn on YouTube, watch some videos about AI. How can you go ahead and use this in your business? How can you use it to be more efficient? How can you help it with some of the tasks that we're talking about delegating out or for your team members or distant assistants? How can they be trained to use it to help them speed up processes? So I think that is a great point to, to bring in on the AI world there. Um, one of the things we talked about too is ongoing training, ongoing uh, partnerships, masterminds, things of that nature. Um, you've talked to, I know it's not right now, but leadership academy that I've been hearing about and something that you're looking to do in the near future. Explain that to our folks here on, on what that's going to be and what they should keep their eyes out for. Yeah, so um, I uh, absolutely love uh, leadership academies, mastermind groups. Um, uh, events uh, where I can go and uh, be challenged by uh, certain topics or learn new things. And that's one of the reasons that delegation is so important to me because th that's what I need to focus on. I need to, uh, you know, I need to keep learning new things to share with the team and I need to keep meeting new people uh, that inspire me and that I can learn from. And, and a lot of this is through some form of event or retreat or academy. And so what we wanted to do was uh, create a leadership academy um, and have different themes going on, but uh, create teamwork scenarios. We uh, are fortunate enough to have uh, some land, we call it Lost a Lot Ranch. And uh, my wife and I came up with that name because we always got lost a lot every time we traveled, but we found that it actually was kind of fun, interesting, or maybe we, you know, met some new people or saw a different part of the nation we've never been to, you know, uh, with yeah. the exception oh, yeah. of uh, <clears throat> my daughter-in-law made her late for class and she missed her class. She was not that happy, but, but other than that, you know, it was kind of, uh, it's interesting. So when, when you think about it, you get lost a, a lot and it's when you get lost, you discover things that you may not have uh, thought about before um, or never imagined, or it puts you in a, an amazing opportunity to reimagine something that you're currently doing that may improve for a different outcome. Uh, notice I didn't say better outcome, a different outcome. Right. I think different. when you have these leadership academies, it promotes category design, thinking differently. And I think that's a that's that's a that's a big reason why we want to do this and and we want to launch this community next year is uh, as a time of this recording it's January of 24 uh, so we're going to be doing this uh, in in uh, 2025 and it's it takes a lot to prepare for that stuff but it it'll be a lot of fun land navigation it's digital detox no computers um, but it's a great I just think it's a it's a unique way of spending time with others in a small environment, 12 to 20 people max. Um, it's not a, a large group so that we can be um, in, have intimate conversations with people and really learn about businesses and have an opportunity to focus on 
on building business. Yeah, di different than some of the stale masterminds out there. There's plenty of great masterminds as well, but uh, <clears throat> you know, some of those cost tens and twenties, a hundred thousand dollars to be a part of. Um, but you know, yeah. I mean, this is something that you can do on your own with some of your connections. Um, so you know, think about how you can work with your peers and people that are in different industries just to get a sense of what they're going through. Uh, so highly recommend that, and and we're all for this leadership academy. So however we can be involved to help out. I uh, love to be part of that with you guys and, and see how we can escape oh, the, that'd be uh, awesome. the computers and, and the phones for, for a week would be amazing. And to work in that kind of atmosphere is cool. Uh, yeah, I mean, getting, getting lost is, I mean, anytime that Jen, my wife and I travel, that's what we love to do. It's like, all right, sun's going to be setting in a couple hours. Let's just go drive and let's turn off the GPS and go drive and see where we end up. And usually we're seeing all sorts of nature that we would have never seen before. We, you know, come across a whole moose family in, in Colorado that we would have never have seen if we just didn't venture out. Um, so those yeah. new experiences and what you see out there and people that you meet hundred percent, that's so, such a great piece of advice there. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. It's, it's, it's fun. I love it. <laughs> good deal. Good deal. Well, um, lots of awesome nuggets there. I'll, I'll throw one, one more thing at you here before we end. Um, if there was one thing you could tell your 20 year old self, what would that be, Jamie? Oh my gosh. I'd have a serious sit down with my 20 year old self. Amen to that, right? If, if, if there was one thing that I would tell them, uh, tell me at 20, I think, I think the most important thing would be to slow down and follow up and do what you say you're going to do. Um, follow follow through, not follow up. Follow through and do do what you say you're going to do. I think that would uh, save me a lot of heartache and and time and and opportunities that I didn't want to necessarily repeat myself that I ultimately had to. Cost me some relationships uh, back in the day. Um, so that's one of the things I think generally I would have said to myself. Yeah, follow up and do what you say you're going to do. Absolutely. I think that's that's huge. And uh, something that uh, we try to live by, too, is that you, you I mean, that instantly builds trust. Right. If, if you say what you're going to do um, and then also don't don't go crazy on setting all these expectations for yourself because that puts more pressure, but just have a very focused energy towards your goals and and what those higher priorities are and uh kind of like your delegation your checklist right you go on through them and let's check one off at a time you start taking on too many things as entrepreneurs we want this business oh this is a shiny new object let's sell this you start to lose focus on what's bringing in money what you're enjoying what your team enjoys uh so i i think that is a great way to end the show on that bit of uh, advice and that nugget right there is that um, do what you say you're going to do, and it'll, it'll make you a better person. It'll make you a lot calmer at night. It'll make you wake up happy. So I, I love this. Thank you so much for joining us. Um, how should our listeners contact with you or connect with you, Jamie? Uh, anywhere on uh, social media. If you want to send me an email, by all means, info at bottleneck.online. Uh, but we're pretty much uh, LinkedIn's a really good platform for us. Uh, so we're bottleneck distant assistance on LinkedIn, but yeah, bottleneck.online is our, our website and, uh, yeah, I'd love to answer any questions that anybody has. All right. Make sure you uh, reach out to Jamie. And, uh, if you're looking for any kind of assistance, distant assistance, 
this is the guy right here. He's the one that you want to talk to. Um, any final thoughts you want to leave our audience with, Jimmy? Yeah, I would, I would, I would say um, uh, today is, or, or 20 years ago, is the best time to plant a tree. The second best time to plant a tree is today. Uh, so if okay. you're in your business and you haven't started uh, building that uh, library of uh, workflows or, or documented systems, uh, start today. Um, and don't don't go crazy on it. Don't burn yourself out. Just do one one video a day. You know, spend five, ten, fifteen minutes on it, and uh, you know, break it down. That's that's the advice I'd give for anybody um, uh, that's running a business. Killer stuff. Yeah, content so important. You don't need to be perfect. We keep saying that. So just get out there or set something up like this. I mean, look, there, there's so much content just in this episode alone. So again, awesome to have you. You're a great person. Appreciate everything that you do. Um, you now have some amazing nuggets from the delegation master to help you soar. So don't just listen, take action, build a better system for your business and in life. Another killer DMC marketing nugget in the book. So go ahead, smash that like and follow button and listen to your podcast, to our podcast and all your favorite streaming applications. Look forward to seeing you next time. Thanks again, Jamie. Here's to your success.